Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, we've also got another edition of the fans for of the uh, another edition of uh, the playoff featuring Neil and myself coming up at about quarter past five. But it was around this time yesterday uh, that we were able uh, to break the news to you that Liz Truss is to replace Boris Johnson as Prime Minister in the United Kingdom. And to get more details is Sanjay Recording Suri, the in- European correspondent for CNN News and 18 TV. Uh, Sanjay, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon on Talk 100.3. Great to be with you. Let's chat about uh, trust. Uh, That's what everyone is talking about. Well, yes, uh, you know, I, definitely all eyes were on, uh, you know, uh, for, I, I would say for a lot of Indian eyes were on uh, uh, Liz Truss not winning this one, but uh, it didn't really happen uh, for, for the Indian fans and Indian supporters. Well, it didn't happen. Um, a lot of that expectation was uh, more optimism and more sentimental. Um, uh, someone of Indian origin. I mean, this is something that you couldn't have imagined could be possible, uh, certainly in our in our lifetime, uh, never mind uh, who is what age. Uh, but uh, so the fact that he is, was in with a credible chance seemed almost too good to be true. And in the end, uh, he didn't come off a very distant second best. He did rather well. Uh, Listras had 57%. That is less than any conservative party has had uh, uh, in a race like this. Uh, he was a fair uh, second best, a very credible candidate. Uh, to that extent, um, uh, nothing to complain about other than, of course, the fact that it's the winner takes all. When it comes to the, her first role as Prime Minister, she's been very public and very aggressive in her promotion of she will be able to take down uh, the cost of power and uh, electricity bills across the UK. How likely is this to happen? Because she seems to be so confident she'll be able to do this within a matter of weeks. Well, it is easy to speak confidence if you speak of borrowing without returning, <laughs> which is what she's been doing. And that is easy talk. Um, she has said that she and there's a proposal underway that they will freeze uh, bills for 18 months at the present level. But consider what happens if the prices of energy go up, given the situation in Ukraine, Russia and around. If the prices go up, then the companies that supply will have to pay more. Who will pay them more if not the consumer? Will it be the government? 
Where will the government get the money from? Now borrow. It will borrow, and it, can it borrow endlessly? Uh, this is a se- se- serious question here. No, it's it's a, a very interesting point that you make. Uh, that you know, uh, you you can be only so confident when you're borrowing without the thought of returning. Uh, generally, politicians have this habit of overcommitting before they take up a position. He's taken up a position and overcommitted. There seems to have uh, seems to you know be some some amount of disparity uh, within her thoughts and uh, you know her words there. Well. Uh... The overcommitment can be met in the short term. There is a question that hangs over into the future. Are you borrowing money really from your own future? Mm-hmm. It was Rishi Sunak's claim through the campaign that it is not wise to spend a lot of money now and leave it to your children and grandchildren to pick up the tab. There is a serious question how far the government can borrow and if it does borrow indefinitely and apparently endlessly, then that itself will have a consequence on inflation. You can cap the energy prices, but if inflation rises even further than at present, and that is high enough, alarmingly high already, uh, then if you take away with one hand and give with the other, um, it doesn't really quite work out. It doesn't balance out. No, no, it doesn't. But And she also doesn't have the excuse of COVID anymore, which many countries around the world were using as an excuse to borrow due to those, quote, unprecedented times. But she comes in on the back of Boris Johnson. He's been there for three years as the leader, where he did win at one stage with a landslide general election. Uh, but the party seems to be deeply divided after his three years in charge. What does she need to do to, to, to really uh, bring the party back together? Well, she needs to deliver. She needs to convince the party that two years on, it can win the election. That is going to be a hard haul. This is going to be a very difficult two years. At the start of this uh, election campaign, inflation was 9%. By the end of the campaign, uh, six weeks on, it had crossed 10%. The Bank of England says it's going to rise to 13 and a half independent think tanks say, well, it will be 18%. The latest is 20%, 22%. So you have an inflation in inflation estimates to that extent within a matter of a few weeks. If this cannot be controlled, then it's very difficult to see the Conservative Party winning an election two years down the line when matters are expected to deteriorate progressively. She will be judged by that result whether all she does now and henceforth for the next two years can win the party that election this is a perspective from the party's angle whether they you know will be able to win the elections based on what she delivers but then the the one who is actually suffering is the common man if she does not deliver for the next two years the common man sitting there in uk is suffering i mean uh, is there a little voice that has been uh, talking about this as well or no Well, you're quite right. Uh, The fact that you can vote out the Conservatives two years on uh, does nothing uh, to reduce the suffering in the here and now. Uh, That is expected to get worse progressively through these two years. Uh, The idea is, uh, and the best possible outcome is for the two interests to come together, that people suffer less, that people are looked after, that they live in comfort, uh, that businesses grow. And given this satisfaction, the party then gets re-elected 
in the ideal world the two come together and one would feed into the other the difficulty is that the facts on the ground and the facts on the horizon uh, don't look uh, very encouraging uh, for a movement in that direction. We're seeing a bit of a change uh, to formalities, uh, this time with the the newly uh, elected Prime Minister having to make their way to the Queen at Balmoral Castle instead of Buckingham Palace. Uh, But when we look towards the future of Boris Johnson, what is next for Boris Johnson? What do you think his plans will be? Well, he's dropped a couple of hints in his farewell word. Uh, he spoke about uh, a Roman emperor and he compared himself to this uh, 5th century BC uh, Roman emperor. And when you check about that emperor a little, as we all did the minute he mentioned him, it seemed that this was an emperor who left but then returned later to rule. Clearly, uh, as the world of politics goes, this is dropping a bit of a hint. Also, in his sort of farewell speech, he said that uh, he had been hard done by, that uh, he was out because they changed the rules, which is not quite correct. No rules were changed. It has been a well-established practice that a prime minister only governs with the support of the party. Once the PM loses the support of the party, the PM goes, which is what happened. But he did fling an accusation. And the reason he did that, apparently, is that he continues to be very popular within the Conservative Party, more than either Truss or Sunak. And he does hope to build on that and perhaps leave an opening for a return eventually. Yeah, I I agree with you. That's the standard Westminster system. Uh, You have to be elected in in your your local seat and then you have to be the party needs the majority. And then if you're the most popular in the party, then you're elected the leader. I I, I don't understand where this rhetoric is that it's coming from, that they've somehow changed the rules on him. Yes, uh, it's not at all clear what uh, um, uh, Boris Johnson was talking about. Uh, It it betrayed a bitterness. It also was a not very uh, thinly veiled accusation that it is the party that had let him down, that it is the party MPs that had let him down while the party members continue to support him, that uh, he had been unfairly, you know, cut in his tracks, stopped in his tracks as prime minister. This was an accusation and he followed that up uh, with a symbolic suggestion Uh, leaving that opening uh, in everyone's minds, certainly in the minds of Conservative Party voters, that uh, if he continues to remain as popular as he is, or even grow Mm -hmm. further in popularity, uh, well, he's there to re-elect and recall. Right. I mean, amongst the challenges that uh, Liz Truss faces, is this also going to be a challenge where she uh, takes over a country which uh, was in the top five economies of the world, now has been pushed down by India and is now out of the top five? You know, this comparison with India is again a little bit sentimental. It's a little bit more of the Rishi Sunak stuff. Uh, Given India's size, uh, given the India's population, mm-hmm. uh, we do want to relate uh, GDP figures to the population, uh, to per capita earnings. Right. And once you do that, then this is not as grand an achievement as it would seem if you simply skim the surface of the statistics. Mm-hmm. But there is no question India is on a very uh, sharp growth uh, curve. Uh, Britain is uh, stabilizing at best, but uh, very more, very much more likely uh, plunging down. 
The hidden factor in all this is Brexit. There is no question that Brexit and the difficulties it has brought have made this situation very much worse for Britain than for many other countries. Nobody in the Conservative Party wants to admit it, not even the Labour leadership does. And there will be a time when Britain may have to confront that. Uh, short of that, Britain can only hope to do the best it can un in the circumstances. Well, it's going to be very, very interesting to see with the way these uh, next weeks and months uh, play out. I know it's a, a busy time for you, Sanjay. Uh, so we do thank you for your time uh, discussing the new Prime Minister of the UK, Liz Truss. Uh, Sanjay Siri, the European correspondent for CNN at News 18 TV. Thank you for your time this afternoon. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Look, it's going to be a fascinating time to, time to see because she's uh, taking over at such an extraordinary position uh, when you think about there are strikes, the public services are falling apart, uh, there's the issues internationally, uh, there's, the, there's the rising cost of, of power and electricity, and she's got a lot of challenges ahead of her over the next 18 months or two years before the election. Well, yes, I mean, uh, you know, these challenges are only going to compound uh, if she does not deliver to her promises, and those promises are absolutely over the top. Uh, what happens is something for us to see and uh, you know comment upon. Uh, uh, but one thing for sure, the people uh, living there are definitely going to be in a dire strait. You're on TSB Talk Sport Business on Talk 100.3. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.